I have an idea how I want to start the episode. Typically, I don't know how to start episodes, but I think this will be a fun way to start it. Since you know a lot about production, I want you to rate my setup. Okay. <laughs> I want you to break down what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. Obviously, you do this, you know, in a professional level. So I would like to get some input <laughs> as to I just want you to see what the setup is and I want you to give your thoughts on it. OK, <laughs> um, for one. Uh, and you can be as honest as possible. If there's anything that's trash, I can take it. OK, well, <laughs> for one, um, why do you have your umbrellas <laughs> okay all right i see how we're starting okay all right hello everybody welcome back to the empty opinions podcast i'm your host Eladia palanco and this is episode 160 the guest for this episode is christiana ivan she is a production wizard, one woman production team. She's starting to recruit more people into her production team, but let's just call it a one woman production team for now. Rolls of the tongue better as opposed to one woman production team with some people that she's currently hiring. For this episode, I mean, we talked about just that. We talked about her production team, why she decided to get into production, the struggles that she's had being a woman in the production field, because you know, there's not many of those. So that just makes her having her own production company that much more impressive and yeah, we talked about her struggles as a woman in that field, her desires to grow out of her current hometown doing production, but also try to still be there to not leave her hometown. We talked about a lot of stuff, mainly production, but just in general, the themes of just being an entrepreneur, you know, doing shit without getting people's help, all that kind of stuff that we've been talking a lot on the podcast the past couple of weeks. We talk about it here yet again here, but with another face for all of you to support. Make sure to check out all her pages on Instagram. I'll probably put like a link tree or something because she has a lot of pages. So make sure to check out every single one of them. She has her kind of like main page production page, but she has her own personal page. If you want to just keep up with her, I'll put all of that in the description down below. And before we get started with the episode, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Just go to emptyopinions.com to check out everything that's happening in the empty opinions universe. It's all there in one convenient place. But if you'd like to just follow me on the socials, that would be at Eladio Talks, E-L-A-D-I-O Talks on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. But yeah, that's it. So without further ado, let's jump straight into the episode. I don't I don't know that much about lighting, right? You know, <laughs> it's funny because, listen, all right. Like, okay, we're going to talk about this because, listen, <laughs> bro, you know how many you people got- I've had on the podcast and nobody has pointed that out? Uh-huh. Listen, I've tried both ways. To me, the lighting works best that way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I did one day learn that you are supposed to have it, like, pointing at whatever you need. You know, one of the umbrellas is broken. Listen, it's it's <laughs> kind of like a setup. It's kind of like a ghetto setup. Uh-huh. But I've just noticed this kind of works better. I don't know why. Maybe it's the li- I was actually talking to my dad about this. Are the bulbs, like, those are not, like, good bulbs, right? Because my dad was telling me that it needs to be, like, directional. Mm. And that's how it makes the umbrella work. <laughs> Because if it's coming from the sides, it's not really right. Is that is that right? Um, Does that make sense? Because he may not know anything about it either. <laughs> he was. I've just never heard me that. anything like that. I mean, they look like strong <laughs> light bulbs. Okay. And if it works for you, I mean, I'm 
that's how I roll too. Like, there's a lot of things I do that are unconventional in the yeah. industry. But if it works for you, like, yeah. you know, go ahead. Well, I'll be honest. I Loki didn't know that it, which way is supposed to go. I tried it both ways, and I just never knew. That's a good start for the mm. setup. That's something I will <laughs> definitely <laughs> look more into. Yeah. But because because if I do it the other way, not that much light comes into it. Yeah, you know what the I mean? umbrella probably filters out too much. Yeah, so that that's been the problem. That's why I've had to had it like this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just so funny. You're the only person that's ever even noticed. Yeah. Because you the actually other filmmaker that you. Yeah, I mean nobody has ever. You know, people kind of just like oh extra because listen, <laughs> just like extra lighting already mm-hmm. to most people is like oh this is fancy right like, mm-hmm. but. I'm glad somebody actually knows about lighting. Uh, well, I, I'm probably going to keep it. I want to buy, like, actual, like, professional lighting. Like, you know, where you can change the hues and the intensity, like yeah. the electrical ones. Those are pretty expensive, but I'm kind of saving on that. Okay, that's good. The lighting, uh, that, that sounds like it's, like, a 4 out of 10. That's fine. <laughs> uh, what, what else? What else? What about, um? yeah, what else? What else stands out to you from this setup? Um, It could be something good, too. No, I think it's it's a it's a good setup. It's okay. a good setup. You got the two lights. You got the light backwards here. lights. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? Because this I've heard is not that good because the the light is so strong and it's like in the middle of yeah. the frame. It it probably would would be better for you to just have a piece of decoration, not yeah. with lighting here, right? Because yeah. normally people do three point lighting, which is yes. two lights on the side, one main light, and right. then sometimes you could have like a light down here for the back for the light. Backlight. Right. Yes. And I can't see like too well, but you're well lit. That's the most important thing. Yes, that's so. that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Um. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I use this just because. Yeah. I I'm kind of doing the three point lighting backwards, which is kind of <laughs> just like the it's kind of funny because this kind of looks like you know I like the design of this shit whatever mm-hmm. this is you know and so I thought you know that would be cool to put it yeah. in the middle. Um. Maybe that's why the lighting isn't so good. I've been trying to improve the lighting. I'm sure that's what it is. I want to get like a neon sign with the logo like yeah, somewhere here. I think that would be, be cool. But I don't think I have a strong enough like light this is the strongest light i have in the entire like i don't have any stronger lighting than this mm. so like if i put it over there i don't know if it's gonna light it as well you know what i mean yeah you should get a ring light are those like i mean i know people use them for tiktoks but That's I, you what know, I use. Like, are those like really sets, good yeah interesting for like even professional like mm-hmm, lighting like, like setups like this like interviews and stuff oh. i'll do a ring light in the front and then two lights just like that actually on the side and then oh. one behind Okay, yeah, and I can actually, yeah, I'm sure I can find something like that's like on the ground that can light, like one of those like uh, bar mm-hmm. lights. You can even get the colored lights and put them on the floor to shoot up the wall. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a lot of ideas. Wow, yeah. this is this is this is all very good tips. <laughs> um, and this is why I wanted to get you on the podcast. That's in a microcosm. That's why I wanted to get you on the podcast because you know a lot about production, and I find that fascinating how you've been able to make a one woman production company mm. that's crazy yeah that's unheard of how did you okay but i want to kind of go even further back what made you attracted to like production um actually it had a lot to do with my dad when mm. i was younger my dad went to school for graphic design okay and at the time i had to pick a special for um, middle school you know how you pick like that one class of like so, like cooking or yeah, crafts, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yes, yes. On the list was TV production and film. And my mom mm. was like, oh, this kind of sounds like what your dad's doing. Why don't you try this? And I was like, whatever. And then I fell in love with it. And that was in seventh grade. So that's when everything started wow, that's, for that, me. That's great that, that, is, that it was that early. 
Mm-hmm. I always find I always like those stories when people find kind of what their passion is or the thing they love to do the most at an early age because it's kind of like an advantage because mm. you get experience from early on, right? So by the time yeah. you're like 21, 22, you've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So people can't even say it's like, oh, you know, you don't have experience. Like you do have experience. Yep. What What about production made you like like it? What What about it? Because it's a very technical thing, mm-hmm. you know, production. Um. Dang. Specifically, well, a trait I've always had since I was young is I'm I've been very bossy. Like I like to tell people what to do. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. When you're directing a movie, like you're in charge, you tell everybody what to do and yeah. everybody has a job. And I'm also like good at giving people tasks. Mm. So it was a way for me to take those sometimes perceived as negative qualities and use them for something productive because you need somebody that's bossy and assertive to pull off a good yeah. production. Yeah. So it kind of yeah. gave me like a little loophole <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could yeah without um, right because as, as long as the final product is what it is as long as it's good it doesn't matter you know what people may perceive and yeah in production especially because I, I just took like this production internship for this uh you know tv news channel mm-hmm. and yeah that's how it is it's like yo you do this do that it's like very direct yeah so people don't get sub misconstrued and if you're like too sensitive, you might get like, oh, why is he talking to me like this? But mm-hmm. like in that environment, you have to be very like direct. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't just play around with that. Okay. But that's interesting. Yeah. If, if, if <laughs> like production gave you an avenue to like control stuff the way that you want it. Right. Yep. Okay. And so the, the one person production team, because typically when I think of people that want to get into production, obviously they go to production companies. Yep. Was that something that you tried and didn't like or have you done at all or Um it was a lot of it I think the reason why I've been on my own for so long has a lot to do with me being a female in my personal And I want to get to that cuz that's experience. that's a big topic, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big part of why until recently I've been on my own like mm. a one woman show. Just recently I started hiring employees, but up until now being a girl was the biggest thing, honestly. Yeah, I can imagine, like, <clears throat> like in what way, like, more specifically, like, because obviously, in a surface, there's not a lot of women that are heavy in the production scene, I guess, if you want to mm-hmm. call it. It's not like, you don't see a lot of that, which makes you only doing it by yourself even crazier, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, have you had experiences where, like, you tried to get into the production world and they would treat you a certain way or, like yeah okay you're not yeah. so you have you have a lot of <laughs> yeah. examples yeah um in my classes like in school in college i was always like the only girl so that mm. already just kind of made wow. me like feel a little bit like un- not as comfortable i guess yeah yeah and you know even regularly boys just kind of band together different than girls so like when i'm in a mm. room full of all males and they're just all like you know piecing it up in the corner and i'm just kind of like over here and they would underestimate me a lot i feel like too oh. like you know, if you look at everybody right. in the room and you're picking a partner, like they wouldn't want to be with me. Like, mm. and I don't no, even think no. it was like really conscious, like because I'm a girl, but I don't know. Like, it just made me feel like an outsider a lot. Yeah. And then when I would, when I would try to reach out to other people who did video that were males, it felt like a kind of like a competition. Like, mm. you know how like yeah, boys, yeah, yeah. when they're young, they're like, you got picked on by a girl. Yeah. Like <laughs> they don't want to work with yeah, yeah, yeah. a girl that does film and like, mm. I feel like another issue in in our industry of like doing film, there's a lot of like, um, what's the word? Not competition. I can't think of it. You know, when you want to beat everybody and like you feel like, 
oh, I can't work with them because they might steal my stuff. Or like, like, I don't I can't know what think the of the word I'm there, trying to think of. Like one upping. Competitive. Or? Yeah, it's yeah. very competitive. Oh, that's true. And that's, like, yeah. it's like me being a girl on top of that is like too much for people. Mm-hmm. So it just always made me feel like an outsider. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do it by myself. Are you a competitive person? Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, I could see then them being because because yeah, it's like you said. There's a lot of guys that probably don't want to get embarrassed in terms of what they're doing, like in a competitive level mm-hmm. by a girl. Um, and that just shows uh, that's obvious insecurity because I mean, if they're comfortable in what they're doing or if they're confident in what they're doing, they shouldn't be. And also, the the whole thing about being competitive, like a healthy competitiveness, is good. But I feel like people take it too far and then they take it as like rivals. Like competitive, like competition doesn't exactly. mean rivalry. You know what I mean? That's like, a good word, rival. That's how it feels. It yeah. feels like everybody else that does film is a rival and like you just don't want to get next to them, you know? And that doesn't even make sense because like film or like production is one of the most collaborative like practices you mm-hmm. can do. That's yeah. one of the best things about it. It's like a group of people working on something, everybody pitching in ideas and trying to come up with the best thing possible. Mm. Like TV shows do it all the time with like writer's rooms. Like that's like the coolest idea to me. It's just like a group of 10 people trying to come up with the best story for this show, right? And everybody's pitching in mm. and best story wins. So like I've always seen it as uh, like it's collaborative and I love collaborating with people because like I said, it, it brings out the best. You can only do so much by yourself. Yep. You've been able to do a lot by yourself. But I just think, yeah, that mentality. Yeah. And I, it, it, mm. and do you think it's also the environment? Because you're from Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's also the environment on top of? Because I know I'll, I'll speak for like Philly. Philly is very much like, you know, I'm doing shit on my own. Like nobody trusts anybody. When you get to a certain extent, to a certain level, nobody wants to see you win. Yep. And so like that's also I'm sure. Is that like an added layer? to what you do um is it like that at all in, in jersey i think yeah it definitely is okay. like that all right like, once you get to a certain level people stop being as supportive and now it's kind of like that's let crazy. me just wait and see like is she gonna make it or not and in between so i'm not crazy, gonna support man. like you know yeah they, they when they feel yeah and that's actually you know in a way that can be kind of like a compliment because it's almost like they feel like you're about to do big things and that's when they stop supporting you mm-hmm. so when you notice people like falling back that's for anybody. That should just tell you that you're doing something right. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're not you're not a bum like the rest of them, right? Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, when when bums get together, they're very supportive. You know, mm-hmm. the bums are very supportive with other bums. But like, when you get past that, you know, and and <laughs> and I'm just, it's true. And I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, and what those people don't understand, like, like I, what's the problem with like being helpful with other people? Like, it's only. <clears throat> only good things can come from that right because mm-hmm. if you're nice to somebody right as in their come up right and they make it big if you're nice to them if you help them they're gonna remember that yep right like mm-hmm. i keep that in mind all the time whenever like there's people like hitting me up about like oh how do you do this like what does what do you use like i always respond to those questions because one i, I don't lose anything like people get scared as like oh they're gonna surpass me it's like what is that insecurity it's like yeah even in philly a lot it's like Nobody shares any information. That's yep. like, a, like nobody wants to tell you, oh, where did you, even with food, it's like, where you get the food? It's like, I'm not, I don't know. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you gatekeeping <laughs> food, bro? Like, like clothing, like fucking mm-hmm. everything. And it's, it's, it's weird because I don't know. I don't know why people think they can be successful without 
being helpful or like because it's like everybody as everybody that helps each other it kind of builds a ladder and then it helps everybody get farther it's Mm -hmm. like i don't know if you've seen like you know there's there's a lot of examples of you know when like people get on top of each other to like go up and then the people pull up whoever is like on the bottom and then they all go up if it's just you and it's a big ass wall you're not going to be able to get across it you know what i mean so yeah that and then so that aspect combined with you being yeah being a woman in that industry that's crazy why do you think that is why do you think there's like this weird like gatekeeping with women in production specifically um is it just like a misogynistic thing? It was like women are not supposed to be like. I don't know. Yeah, like, it's. I don't even understand why. I, I don't under, the 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 reason the fact that I don't understand it is what frustrates me. Yeah. Like the fact that I don't know the answer to the question. Like why why can't we just all? Why doesn't you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, and that's what's like annoying about it. But hmm. that's what led me to have to do everything by myself. And I mean, at the end of the day, I think it definitely made me better and stronger mm. having to do do things by myself. Yeah. To the point where now I've passed, I've passed collaborations. Like I don't need to collaborate with anyone. Mm, right. I would like to. I would always like to, but like I don't need to collaborate with anyone. I passed that. Now I'm hiring mm. employees. Like that's so. so crazy. That that's something I also want to talk about. Like now that you're at a point where you're hiring people, how do you even manage that? Because that's always that that seems like it's so much like it's so much to deal with. Like because mm. I mean, I, I I always think about like with, with creatives. Like, as soon as money gets involved, always shit gets weird. Like, people get weird with money. So, like, Mm -hmm. how do you deal with that, like, with hiring people now? I am very, very, very picky. Mm, Okay. (laughs) um, So, they got to go through, like, five rounds of, like, Not so much five rounds, but, like, I just really fill them (laughs) out. And um, Mm. I'm not going to lie, the first person that I hired, she was a girl. And, you know, that was for a reason. Um, Yeah, I'm just very picky with who I pick and i pray about it to be honest mm, like because okay. you know if he gives me the okay on that person yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a smooth ride and so yeah, far yeah. the people that i have under me right now is going really well so that's cool that's so how is that working <laughs> now have you having to adapt to like well it's probably not too big of a of a change because like you said you can be bossy so it's not anything crazy but have you are you noticing like because when you when you do have control of everything and you do everything yourself for a long time like having to let go of certain mm-hmm. things can probably like be a little like yeah jarring yeah it definitely is it's um it's something to adjust to yeah i just have to remind myself that like i'm not gonna get to the next level if i don't let go mm. so i have to just trust that they can do the job Cause it's one of them situations where you're like, I know I can do it myself yeah. the best. So why should I, you know, let <laughs> yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. else do it? Like, I know I could get it done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But if yeah. I want to get to the next level, I have to be able to have stuff getting done yeah. when I'm not in the room. That's what's going right. to put me in the next spot. So right. it's you can, just, you, you can do, do bigger it. things. Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. Cause, cause what I do with the podcast, like every single thing that has to do with the podcast, I do it. And I can I I feel you on the thing of like because I'm very specific about what I want to so like even down to what the thumbnails of a video looks like or like what the clip looks like how it's edited even the 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 captions of every single thing like I have such a like specific idea of what that should be in mm-hmm. my head that like I want to at a certain point obviously rele- delegate those responsibilities to somebody else because it's gonna make my life easier but I just even just thinking about because you probably you know has that has it happened to you yet where somebody does something not the way that you want it 
Well, up until this point, um, I'm I kind of like stay very close. Okay. At in, at this stage, <laughs> yeah. I still kind of you know watch everything they're doing because my goal right now is to train them yeah. to the point where like I know they'll they'll be able to handle it. And they they're doing it the way you want them to do. Yeah. It. Right. And exactly. like not because like I still give my the people that are under me I still give them creative freedom, mm. but there are certain like aspects of professionalism. I'm like you have to have this because mm. we have to be professional. But I still give them that creative freedom to, you know, like shoot how they want, edit how they want. As long as it has that professional last touch on it, yeah, it's good. Right. And taking that approach instead of like me controlling every single bit and piece yeah. has worked well for me. That's good. So I guess that's something else that I learned in the process of, mm. you know, hiring people. That's cool. What are some examples of things where you you tell them like, you know, you can do it your way, kind of, but this has to be this way. Mm -hmm. Do you have any examples of that? Um, <clears throat> I think the last project I worked on with my team was a video for a ministry for women mm -hmm. who lose children. So mm -hmm. I had her um, record clips of their photo shoot while I was in Florida. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, get whatever kind of B-roll you want, get whatever kind of clips you want. But I gave her like a list. I'm like, just make sure you get a close up of, you know, them hugging. Make sure you get a close-up of them, you know, laughing. We're going to yeah, slow it down, yeah. and, you know, things like that. But I'm like, everything else, you have control over. Make sure the logo's in the bottom right corner. Mm -hmm. Make sure the audio is blended smooth, and yeah. it should be good. And, you know, that's what she did. And it, it came out completely different than I was imagining, but it was still professional, and it was still good. And it was, like, a learning moment for both of us because that was the first time I've ever been, like, in another state, mm -hmm. and somebody was doing my – yeah business for me and it went That's really well so it was definitely like a pivotal pivotal pit pivotal yep, you moment. Said it. yeah pivotal, <laughs> pivotal moment <laughs> that's in, that's that's cool that's a good sign that means now you can kind of see how it can go moving forward mm -hmm. yeah i guess that first time is the scariest when it's like oh shit i can't like you not being actually there physically there can yep. be like oh god how is this gonna turn out mm -hmm. um but i want to go back so you started you were interested in in production since like seventh grade when you took your special you know, class on TV and, 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 and production. From that moment, was that when you decided you wanted to take it seriously or you were just kind of interested in it and you were, like, learning about it? I think, yeah, at first I was just like, oh, this is fun. This is mm. a fun hobby. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it could become a career until I think, like, my junior year because that's when it was time mm. for me to really start, you know, focusing on what am I going to do after school? And I actually got really distracted by athletics because um, mm. I started playing sports. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to college on a full ride for sports. And I just wasn't even worried about film yeah. for like mm. about three years. Not to mention my film teacher was a basketball coach of my high school. So he wanted us to shoot a lot of sports content. Oh, wow. And I don't like sports, like broadcasting. Like it's not really okay, my forte. Why? Why? Um... It just is very repetitive, you know? It, yeah, that's It's repetitive, and there's yeah. not a lot of creativity in oh, it. Oh, no, that, yeah. It's just capturing what happened, cutting it up, and throwing it out, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, like yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it, it's always, I mean, you see in certain sports them bringing out, like, new cameras, and it's always funny when you see, like, you're watching a basketball game, and they bring out, like, the new camera angle, and they're mm -hmm. like, you know, it's just always funny them experimenting, and then it, more often than not, it looks is horrible, especially for the sport. And you're just like, what the fuck are they doing? It's like, <laughs> fucking the crane yeah. shot is like, well, <laughs> I just want to watch a game. So I guess yeah, in sports, yeah, the 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 technical part of sports, 
you can't be too creative with it because people are watching the sport not for like any fancy angles mm -hmm. okay but oh I, th I thought you were going with that meaning that since you were involved in sports that's what made you <clears throat> get into sports as opposed to staying with production mm -mm. but it's just it's two separate things <laughs> yeah no okay. that's why i kind of like i was playing sports and i was worried about playing sports while on the side my film teacher wanted me to record sports like but uh, boys sports it wasn't like oh right. go record the girls lacrosse team yeah. i would have did that yeah it was no <laughs> go record the boys basketball re yeah, yeah. record the football and i'm like i don't want to do that so i kind of put film in the back burner for like a good three to four years until I started getting to the point where, you know, high school is about to be over. And then I was like, what could I see myself doing for the rest of my life and be happy about it? Like, and film was the only, mm. the only thing. Mm. So I was like, well, I guess let's just, you know, pursue that. Yeah. What sports were you doing? Um, girls lacrosse and field hockey. Okay. Field hockey. That's a, yeah. Some of my cousins do that. That's a, that's a wild one. That one recently, one of my cousins got like her, like a chunk of her, like, lip got oh. like flew out because somebody yeah. like hit the 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 i don't know the like the fucking it, stick whatever <laughs> the fuck it is like yeah. the shit that they mm -hmm. used to hit the 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 the, the, the ball yeah yeah it can I, get I pretty pretty dangerous yeah that's that's one sport that you know i don't that's a very that i didn't even know about field hockey until my cousin started doing it because i don't think is i don't think it's that yeah big of a sport compared to the other ones mm -hmm. but it, it's a pretty it, it's a pretty cool sport but so for a little bit, you were kind of interested in wanting to go into sports, but then you kind of snap back and realize, for how long can I actually do that? Yeah, I'm like, there's no lacrosse, like, Olympics. Like, <laughs> where am I <laughs> going to yeah, take yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's, that's kind of, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so then you went, you said, all right, whatever. Going back into a film. Mm -hmm. and okay so you so you are primarily interested in film because i guess is there a difference when you say there's a difference between like film and production because when i think of like production i think of like kind of what you do which is like everything mm -hmm. like it could be from like documentaries to like a live show to like scripted non-scripted but when i think in film i think of, of movies and you've referred to it as film a lot of times mm -hmm. so is that something that you actually want to do like like movies and shows or like scripted stuff yeah i actually started out wanting to do movies initially mm. um i still do i want to be a movie director ultimately um i'm actually gonna be doing two short films this summer that i'm gonna oh, market fire, for netflix fire. Okay. what but, yeah oh shit that's crazy <laughs> uh for net oh that's fire that's crazy yeah. okay but the reason why i had to kind of veer away from film is because you know doing freelance nobody's hiring nobody to make a film no. they want a promo for their business yeah, or yeah. a commercial for their boutique or something like that so i just started doing things like that because that's where the money was at yes and um i'm planning on using that to build my foundation so that i can then go and you know shoot a full feature movie one day and you know that's go cool. down that path that's 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 very interesting i always see you obviously um you show a lot of the behind the scenes of everything you're doing right and i'm always like damn she has a lot of equipment like, how did that started building up? Obviously, as you're starting to do freelance, because I want to get kind of like a, a through line from the moment you started doing freelance, like actually doing it for money to like the point you're at now. Where mm -hmm. like you got whatever you need for whatever it is somebody asks. Yeah. Like, how do you get there? Well, like I said, from starting in seventh grade, every Christmas and every birthday, I would get film equipment mm. because I'm the type of person like when it comes to getting me a gift, I don't want no type of gift that's not going to benefit me. Like, mm. I don't want like clothes or shoes i want a yeah, camera yeah. i want a, sd cool. cards i want a camera bag because i know that that's gonna 
helped me get to where I want to be. Yeah. So every Christmas, every birthday, I was getting camera gear. Hmm. When I first started getting into credit cards, I was getting credit cards to buy camera gear. Like, you know, and I've just over the years built up my equipment. And now, yeah. like you said, I'm in a position where I have everything that yeah. I need. Yeah, so, you're doing live shows and shit. I mean, that's crazy. That's yeah. when you know you really like that. I mean, <laughs> doing production for a live show is wild. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm even thinking of, like, the times, like, in that internship that I told you about, like, all the shit that goes into it. Like, it, I think it will be too nerdy for me to get into all that. Like, actually, how do you do production for a live show? Mm -hmm. um, but I am interested in it. But I always just find it interesting that you do have, like, every single piece of equipment for whatever it is that you want to do. Um, I was going to say, so, it, so, obviously, since... It was from seventh grade. So it was kind of like a thing of like you gradually learning everything there is to know about production, right? Yep. I'm imagining. Um, and along with, so did you go, so you went to, did you go to college for production? Yep. Mm -hmm. What like the, what was the major, like media production? Yeah, TV, film, and okay. uh, TV, radio, and film. Okay, got it, got it. And so, okay, so uh, now, because now everything is starting to make a little sense just in terms of who you are, that like you've been, kind of singularly focused mm -hmm. on just film and production and recording SD cameras, all the technical shit. And that's interesting you find that, that you found that interesting from, from a very young age. Cause I'm just now kind of getting into that by doing the podcast. And the thing that I always found cool about production is that there's always like something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're yeah. always like, you can always level up. It's like, oh, you can, it's almost like you're playing an RPG game mm -hmm. where like you, oh, it's time to upgrade your sword. It's yeah, like and there's always one. upgrades every time you turn around. Always. <laughs> yeah, you can always just keep going and going and going. And I, I find that um, very interesting. I was going to ask you a question about uh, the like production. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask. I was going to ask production or like behind the scenes work for films, shows, ads, whatever. It's, the least recognized thing anybody knows like nobody knows how the fuck any of that is done have you have you have you noticed that as you because you're very much in that mm -hmm. but have you ever noticed like trying to talk people outside of it like oh this you know i got this new camera or like you know mm -hmm. or when it's always funny when you post those like on your stories like the questions like how many pixels and i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many people actually like mm. one no or two like actually yeah, care that like deeply one or about two it? that know the answer <laughs> yeah i always see that i'm like yeah I, I bet you not a lot of people know the answer to this mm -hmm. but in it, you know i was actually i kind of got an answer for an earlier question that you had about like what is this podcast kind of about it is kind of like highlighting the people behind the scenes it's one of my favorite things like i try to get a lot of people that I know are responsible for making shit look the way that it does, mm -hmm. making shit look good that people don't even think about. Cause people only think about who's in front of the screen, you know? Yep. And with the podcast, I definitely want to give a face to everybody who's making everybody's favorite shit. So that's why I wanted to get you here because, but also I, I like the fact that you are also putting yourself as the star of the production. Mm -hmm. Do, you know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, with you filming the behind the scenes or, like, explaining how everything is done, you're, like, becoming a personality yourself or, like, an on-screen talent mm -hmm. by doing behind-the-scenes stuff. Is that is that, like, purposeful? Yeah. Okay. What, why why did you want to do that? Um, I think because a part of me wants to be a star, mm, yeah. too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. before, I got in, before I got into film, I actually was very into acting. And I used to... Oh, okay. I used to... um 
you know, I played Gretel in The Sound of Music at five years old. Oh, at my high wow. school. Okay. So when I was little, I was very like in the spotlight, yeah. love the center of attention. And mm. then as I got older, I kind of like faded more into the background. But mm. there's still a piece of me that's like, I want to be in the front too. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that I produce videos, I have the power to choose, you know, is it going to be mm. me on the camera today right. or somebody else? Right. That's true. So, yeah, it puts you in control of your own kind of destiny in a way. Yep. We're like, yeah, that, that I find that interesting because. And also, we're in a day and age, I've noticed also with a lot of people who have gotten on the podcast, where the people who are behind the scenes are making themselves known. Like, for the longest time, if you were behind the scenes, you were just humble and quiet, and I'm just going to do this, and, you know, mm -hmm. nobody's going to know who I am. Now, people behind the scenes are the stars, kind of. They make themselves the stars. And you were mentioning <laughs> about wanting to make movies. I mean, there's plenty of movie directors who are the stars of their movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you think of, like... Christopher Nolan, you think of like Jordan Peele, like a lot of the people who people go see their movies because of the director. Yeah. That's kind of something that I've been noticing more recently. What is, let's say, I don't want, I don't want you to tell me like, a, a, like exactly what kind of movie you would want to make, but like what kind of genres are you interested in making for um, making movies? I love coming of age films because mm, okay. I feel like there's a lot to be taught. There's an opportunity to really teach and like influence people with coming of age movies mm. and to like put you know little seeds of yeah. inspiration and just life lessons that i feel like society is kind of like lacking what are those given our this could be a good conversation youth. what are some of those life lessons you feel are not being taught to people enough so many so <laughs> many okay this is good it's listen when i'm doing a podcast i'm always looking for a topic that's going to take us 30 minutes to get through mm. because there's you know i like to talk so you know there's it seems like there's a lot to dig in here so like what? Just let's start off with just with any any random. What's a life advice that you've noticed? Nobody talks about this. Oh man, I feel like there's so many now that you're asking. Like, I don't even know. I'll say this to try <laughs> and kind of help the situation. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Christian, so okay. a All lot right. of my views and a lot of you know how I feel about certain things happening in society today have mm. tie into that. Like, mm. you know, those type of morals and stuff like that. Yeah. Not nothing strict. Not nothing crazy. I'm not like you know like that but there's just certain things that could be touched on better for like our society what? for kids these days like what specifically like i don't know because i feel like anything you know. i say is like listen i'm receptive it would, be, it, it would be like something huge we gotta unpack like i'm trying to think like it's something light. it don't gotta be light just like, anything i can tell you know exactly what you want to talk about I you don't, just don't want to say it i really don't i don't mm. know specifically like and this is part of my problem now because i feel like there's so much i want to say and like like it's honestly easiest for me if like i watch a movie mm. that has some bad like under seeds in it you know mm. like some questionable like undertones yeah. and then i'm like oh this is see see this is why yeah that's the moment where i kind of know more like on spot what i want to say right Sitting I, here right now is so broad. I, I get it. I, I think I see what you're trying to say. There's like mm -hmm. like mo big moral quandaries, I think is what you're saying. Like, let me try to guess. Let's mm -hmm. see this. Let's okay. see if I can try to guess any that you find like. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? I think this all kind of stems. You mentioned the, the, the you're a Christian. And obviously, I think that's a big one. Just being Christian in general mm -hmm. nowadays. Right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to unpack this. I want to do it. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> um, just, just I, I can, I can tell, especially nowadays. You say that you're Christian, and people have all these connotations. 
right like mm -hmm. nowadays with younger people it's like oh you're a christian oh you uh <laughs> i don't know it's like oh you can't go out past 7 p.m or like mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever it's like oh you only listen to christian music or like kind of stuff like that yeah am i is that like because when you said that you were christian you were kind of hesitating a little bit mm -hmm. is that something that you notice when you bring up people kind of act weird around no because no, i don't usually bring it up like that often but <laughs> you're not just you know, coming up to people like hey did you know i'm christian yeah no <laughs> i'm not bringing it up like that often no and it's never yeah, something yeah. i'm ashamed to say like I'll, right. you know I'm, that's the, that's what it is but it does um make an impact on some of my you know how i'm trying to put messages through my work yeah and my views oh. on certain issues so like a lot of my work i'll try to put like little seeds of like You know, just not nothing crazy, like just little tidbits to, you know, help <laughs> I feel like society. we've been skirting around something. I don't know what it is. I can't grasp it. I don't it, but know what it is either. But we're skirting around something for like 10 minutes now uh -huh. that we're trying to talk about. But we, I guess we maybe can find the words to. But I was going to say, do you, does it ever, since you do freelance, is there ever times where you have, where you they, people approach you to do some, certain kind of work that you just don't want to do? Sometimes, but what I'll do in that situation is I'll just not put my name on it. Mm. Like, I'll just kind of be, like, anonymous. Yes. Unless it's something, like, really out of pocket. But nobody's came to me with nothing. Yeah. What What? What are just, like, the types of... have there, What kind of work? No, like, specific company or anything. Or people. But what kind of things you've noticed? Like, I'll, I'll keep my name off of this. People who want music videos <laughs> that are untasteful. Like... I'm music not videos. shooting no music video for yeah, you, yeah. and it's a bunch of girls around yeah. wearing a bunch of nothing, not doing nothing. For one, because yeah. that's just not tasteful, yeah. and second of all, I'm a creative, and there's nothing creative about that. Yeah, you know that's right. like a that's shortcut. True. That's, that's true. the easy way out. You're right. Stand here with a bunch of girls. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's you know what's so funny. The thing you, the reason I laugh when you say music videos, because you could have just stopped at music videos, and I would <laughs> it would have been fine. Because uh -huh. I've noticed a lot of people that do production. Because, you know, dealing with artists, it's a thing all on its own. Like, I know a lot of people who have tried, like, like creative people, like artists, that have tried to deal with artists, and they're always like, okay, I'm kind of out. Because sometimes, like, being an artist is different from being, like, like the production person, right? Because an artist is all about, you know, image, or I don't know how to describe it, but I've, ha I've heard it so many times, and people are like, yeah, I started doing music videos, and then I, I stopped. They're like, I was doing album covers, and then I had to chill. Because... Mm -hmm. There's certain things that don't allow you to be as creative as you want to be. Yeah, and sometimes like like a rap music video could be kind of... But have you done any music videos where you have put your name in? Yeah. Okay, like you've done like uh, music videos because I guess I've never seen you post any like music videos. So mm -hmm. I didn't think about it. But yeah, you could easily make a music video and I'm sure you have, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, what's the type of like production work you haven't done yet that you would like to do? That I haven't done? Yeah. I haven't done real estate yet. Mm. I would like to do real estate. That could be fun. Because it pays good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's oh, not yeah, really yeah. anything creative in real estate. but Right. Um, That's actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, and this <clears throat> is something I, I wanted to talk since earlier about how people don't really think of production as a way to make money. Like as a business, like as a legitimate way to like actually make money mm -hmm. like people when people think about you like using your camera like i've even thought about like with my parents when i've told them because i'm graduating this summer uh from a media production major and they was like how do you make money off of that <clears throat> like they, they don't understand like there is an actual demand for uh content because that's all everybody's doing now yeah, nowadays every single consume it 
<laughs> exactly. So every company needs some sort of content. So if you can, if you're able to provide it, you mentioned real estate. I recently met this guy who started doing like uh, he he was doing something. I don't know, but he then transitioned into actually making real estate videos. He's making like a lot of money off of that. Mm -hmm. And you, that's something you wouldn't even think of. Is like that's true, you know. Because when you watch those real estate videos, you're thinking over that about the house. Yep. But you're not thinking, well, somebody's actually filming that. Mm -hmm. You know, they have to make it look good. You know what I mean? Like, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, like, and that's what, where I think you're, uni you're unique in terms of maybe just you doing it just one person, not with more employees, but even just a production company, you being your production company. I don't know anybody else that's doing their own production work. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If I do, it's just like music videos, but it's yep. not like what you do, which is freelancing. That That's very all-encompassing, and I find that interesting. I was going to ask you a question about, uh, uh, another question about production, and I can't remember. What are your, okay, whatever, I'll, 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 I'll remember later. What is your ultimate goal with production or filmmaking? You mentioned making a movie, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of like one of your big, big goals. What are other things that you would like to do? Uh, with production um i really want to have my own like studio like mm, big building yeah. multiple that's, rooms yeah that's that's a dream that's the dream for yes, people who make somewhere yeah. that people can come to and do what i've been trying to do these mm. last like six years that i've you know what's so crazy i've actually that's actually one of my like ultimate ultimate goals is to have like a non-profit like uh production studio mm -hmm. like where people can come in for free and use all the equipment there and get taught and i think there's places like that in philly like rec philly yeah is one um that's the only one and theirs is not free it's like a, a membership based mm -hmm. but i always think it's so cool because yeah you're right it's like people that do production you're kind of all alone in trying to figure that out there's nobody yeah. really there's nowhere or no one that you can really go to to be like oh how do you edit this and you know going back to what we talked about before People don't even volunteer that information in the first place. People are very stingy yep. with what they share. So, yeah, that's interesting. Like having your own studio, the the Christi, Christi, Christiana mm -hmm. Studios. Christiana Yvonne. Yeah, Studios. Yep. I mean, yeah, it, it rolls off the tongue. Um, okay, anything else? Anything else that big goals for you for the Christiana <clears throat> Yvonne brand? Um. I want to drop a clothing line. Mm, okay. Um, with statements that I frequent a lot. I have frequented a lot over these last couple of years. Mm. I don't want to like say mantras? it right here, right now. You don't got to say Because it. it's a secret. But That's fine. Yeah, definitely a clothing line. Mm, with the mantras. And that would be, like, the, I guess there could be different drops with the with the different, you could call it like a mantra, right? Or like, there's a name for that. It's like a, 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 a affirmations, would you say? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, like something like that. Just something that you live your life by. Yep. That's cool. What are your influences when you're making content? Um, One of my biggest has been Euphoria, the show Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. Season Ever two? since I've seen I Euphoria, know. I was like, the cinematography is like amazing, like yeah. off the wall. Yeah. So they definitely have influenced a little bit of like my shooting style on certain projects. Mm. Yeah. The first one, are, are you watching this season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first two episodes have had some like crazy ass shots. Like, you know, sometimes I can get frustrated with the story they're telling. But one thing that I'm always like, I can't hate this show because it just looks like nothing you see on TV. Yep. Like they just go crazy. Like I don't even know. You know, that's Sam Levinson. He's been somebody even before he did Euphoria. 
who I've seen like his work before. He's always been one of those like he just does whatever the fuck he wants with the visuals. So okay, yeah. Sam Levinson for Euphoria. Anybody else that Not you really. take inspiration from? Um Okay. I didn't remember the question I was gonna ask you earlier. So it's just gonna have to escape me, but I think this is a good place to stop. I think we got a good... Well, I, I, I was wondering... I'm forgetting. Because I feel like there's some gap in between. Because I, I, I'm trying to get like the whole story of Christiane Yvonne. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's some gaps in there. Because <clears throat> from the time... From 7th grade to like the time you ended high school. You said for three years you were only focused on sports. Mm -hmm. Was that like the first three years of high school? Yeah, like 9th, 10th, 11th. And then around like the end of 11th is when I was like, hold up. I'm about to be out here. <laughs> I got to figure something out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that last year, like, okay, let me yeah. actually pivot to the production. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I, I thought of another question that I want to talk about. Do you plan, like, where your production studio is or where your base of operations is? Right now is in Jersey, right? Yes. Do you plan on moving out of there? Is that something that you've thought about? Yeah, I think about it. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with New Jersey. <laughs> So yeah. a part of me is like, I want to get out of here, you know, but I have built my foundation here. Right. So I feel like it might not be a smart move for me to just pick up and try somewhere else. But that's why hiring employees has been such a big step for me, because my plan is to get them to the point where they can stay in Jersey mm. and run things while I do dip off oh. <laughs> and go right. handle business other places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I Different could, locations. Yeah, yeah, if I could put a base studio in New Jersey, that would be great. But, ah, right. you know, eventually down the line, I would like to put one somewhere else, too, because I don't want to be yeah. in Jersey forever. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. When you're like trying to make content or making your art wherever, like in a small market, that's the thing, because that's the same thing here in Philly. And I always ask anybody who does anything that's creative in Philly like that question, because it's a fascinating one, because you can only get so far when you're like in a small place. You can be like a big fish in a small pond. Or like a small fish in a big pond and that's the way i think about it and and i i'm kind of the same and like you never want to forget your roots or where you came from but it's just like limiting to a certain extent like you mm -hmm. can only do so much in a philly or jersey because but then i think of like why couldn't like the the people who get their start in those places like make it to a big market you know mm -hmm. what i mean like that's the thing that I've always thought of even with Philly. It's like there's so much talent in Philly, and I'm sure in Jersey. It's like kind of – it's like the same. I mean, people, you know, Jersey and Philly were very close. So, yeah. um, But I always think about, like, the people that have to leave to, like, a New York or L.A. And I'm always like, why couldn't Philly or Jersey be, like, a New York or L.A.? And right? I think it's because everyone leaves right. to go to those places. That's, if we right. stayed and built up where we're at, it yeah. could be, like – you know, we could make it L.A. on the West Coast. I mean, the East Coast, you know, like yeah. there's no reason why not. But everybody leaves. Right. And goes over there. So. Because, I mean, yeah, like building that foundation is very hard. And whoever decides to take on that undertaking is going to be very difficult because you have to get like put the building blocks in, in, in place mm -hmm. for that to be the case. Um, but I just always found that like these places where there's a lot of talent it, it always sucks when they leave because then, you know, nothing good, nothing, it, it can't grow yep. if everybody keeps leaving from the places they, they come out of. But, um, okay, the way I want to wrap up this episode, um, I want to let you say any final words, anything to anybody who's listening that you want them to get a, come away from this episode knowing. Like a, a, a straight to the camera, 
guys, this is what you have to do. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. I think I want to pull up some inspirational music. Ah, uh, damn, I don't have it. <laughs> All right, I was gonna pull up some very. <laughs> you said anything I want. Whatever, like, anything you want them to, to come away from. Like, if there's one thing you want them to remember from this episode, what would it be? Um, I think if there's one thing I want y'all to take from our talk we just had, it would be just do it. Like anything mm. you want to do, just go out and do it. Even if you have to do it by yourself, you know, if it feels like you're alone. Like, nobody's supporting you. That's the biggest thing. If you feel like nobody's supporting you, just keep going and, like, just do it. Because one day you're going to look back and everybody who doubted you is going to want to be next to you. Like, so just keep yeah. going and, yeah, that's it. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That I definitely agree with that. With, like, when you feel like you're doing something that nobody else is doing, that's actually good. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that, that can make you feel alone, but that's actually something that is, is going to work to your benefit because if you break out of whatever the the norm is that just makes you stand out more mm -hmm. and then the funny thing is a lot of these people that may be judging you they want to do that that's why they're like judging you is like man yeah. i wish i had the fucking balls to do what she did you know i wish i could start my own production it's like when they can they're just so scared and then they project that onto the people that do it but right and i guess another thing is okay <laughs> to counteract that be supportive like oh, if you know yeah. somebody that's doing something be supportive it costs nothing to mm. reshare somebody's post like it costs nothing to share a link stop being stingy like we could there's enough room for all of us for real for real so yeah be supportive be supportive i think that's a great those are great final words um yeah, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I really, I really appreciate it. We don't really know each other, but I've always admired what you do as a one person and now multiple people under you <laughs> production company. Mm -hmm. um, and I just like to highlight that on the podcast. Yeah, and that's going to be it for this episode. So the way we end every episode, so one more segment. I let the guests decide what song they want to take us out with. What song did you choose? Um, Supermodel by Duddy Dosa. Duddy Dosa. Um, yeah. I'll just play that, Supermodel, Duddy Dosa. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next week. Told you, super heavyweight. I got it, super heavyweight. Yeah. 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 Baby girl, I smoke. I don't wanna drink. What the fuck would you give me this bottle? Got me all on my back. I don't know how to act. Why the fuck would you give me this bottle? Yeah. I'm tryna make no promises with you. I wanna show you I got you. Fuck with a man, ass bitches, little mamas, cause you a super mama. Yeah. Baby girl, I smoke. I don't wanna drink. What the fuck would you give me this bottle? Got me all on my back. I don't know how to act. Why the fuck would you give me this bottle? Yeah. I'm tryna make no promises with you. I wanna show you I got you. Fuck with a man, ass bitches, little mamas, cause you a super mama. she got me intoxicated. Roll up too long to the conversation. Wanna show you how much I'm grateful. Fucking with me, not an obligation. I ain't going nowhere, don't make me I'ma make sure that your time not wasted I've been putting an application to be in your life's no expiration When it get dehydrated, open your legs and make a donation Sometimes when I see you frustrated, give you the dead like it's medication I'm gonna rock today and I don't care if we spending them bending with no destination You got something to say, but just keep it 100, it's all about communication I'm full of my brains in the ocean, but my thoughts they flowing Look how she moves, she always on go, that's how I be knowing she focused I'ma show you how much you mean to a nigga that's at least I could do cause you worth it I'ma show you how much you mean to a nigga that's at least I could do to you you know
Talk till the sun go down. And my eyes, you the baddest bitch in town. So I don't know how you around. When I ain't finna back, I might just drown. Baby girl, you don't fuck with a clown. I was stuck and I lost and found. But you picked me up off the ground. Now I just wanna make you proud. Yeah. Baby girl, I smoke. I don't wanna drink. What the fuck would you give me this bottle? Got me all on my back. I don't know how to act. Why the fuck would you give me this bottle? Yeah. I ain't tryna make no promises with you. I wanna show you I got you. Fuck with a man ass bitch, little mamas. Cause you a super Baby girl, I smoke. I don't wanna drink. What the fuck would you give me this bottle? Got me all on my back. I don't know how to act. Why the fuck would you give me this bottle? Yeah. I ain't tryna make no promises with you, I wanna show you I got you Fuck with them hand ass bitches, little mamas, cause you a supermodel